Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Average Joe's Daily Bible Study Podcast, where we look at some scriptures, we discuss what they mean, and we talk about ways that we can actively walk them out to better serve God. Um, I'm Kevin, and doing this with me every day, as always, is Aaron. Aaron, can you say hello? Hello, everyone. Well, that was an interesting voice choice. Um, today we'll be going over Isaiah 26, 3. Uh, but before we get started, me and Aaron like to talk about our days a little bit. So, Aaron, tell me about your day. How was it? Uh, it was very, very busy. I pretty much did four two-hour CrossFit-type workouts with little 15-minute breaks in between at work. Uh, we're short-handed again. The, the guy I was training at first break come to me and was like, he shook my hand. He's like, hey, man, I'm, I hate to disappoint you. Uh, I really appreciate all the effort you put in, but I just can't do it. I'm not, it's just not my thing. I'm not cut out for you. Uh, he's like, I got to go tell him I'm, I'm out. <laughs> um, I mean, I wasn't disappointed. It's not for everyone. He was an older fella. I mean, he's a great worker. He just, this wasn't for him. We were already really short, um, but the record that we beat yesterday, there was controversy over whether 50 was the record, so we decided to do 52 just to ensure that we have that spot today, hmm. uh, which uh, it meant a lot of work. Uh, it was just nonstop all day. We we shortened timers on our mixers to make little shortcuts, and I mean, we did it, but it, it uh, took a lot of effort, and we have to work tomorrow also. For mandatory overtime, so just pretty wore out, man. But it was good overall. Really good day. Yeah, yeah. My so girlfriend's making dinner right now, so that's always a good end to the day. Yeah, yeah, it is. What's she making you? Uh, macaroni and cheese and grilled cheese. Because she's Seems like a very cheesy, cheesy meal. That'll be delicious. I, yeah, I love cheese, man. And she's fantastic and. I just love her because she takes great care of me. Mm, that's amazing. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear you had a decent but busy day. Yeah. How was your day? Oh, you know, my day was really, really good. Uh, I worked until 3.15, so I start work at 5. So it's a long work day, you know. But it was super good. Um, I'm learning stuff pretty fast. I think that, I think that people... People are starting to see that they can trust me to help them, and they're allowing me to do things on my own, which is good. Um, you know, I know that I told you yesterday about that incident I had, at, that incident that I had at work. Um, but I think that maybe I did do enough to curb him because he uh, he started to say something that may have been racist. He looked at me, he stopped, and was like, ah, not to be racist. And so then he turned his direction in the conversation. So even though I didn't do as much as I wanted to, I did enough for him to know that I'm not okay with that kind of talk, and that makes me happy. Awesome. And other than that, you know, it's just I am now getting used to the grind, and I am so tired. Uh, I took today off from the gym. That felt great. I do not feel guilty about it one bit. Uh, awesome. I am exhausted. Exhausted. You know how it is the first time getting back into working for 40 hours a week or whatever it may be. Yeah, I definitely know. I definitely know yeah. what that's like. When I started my job, it was uh, 
those first two weeks were miserable. And I, hey, I felt like the guy today. Like I, there was a lot of times that I just want to be like, you know what, this isn't for me. Uh, now I, I, I uh, actually told my my the our boss today. He was kind of talking. I was telling him like, hey, this this guy, it's not for him. And I was like, you know what, man, it's it's not the best job. It's not my favorite, but I've made the best of it, and I I I, I found ways to enjoy it. Uh, it makes it a lot better going every day, but it's still, man, it, for any of our listeners that have a job that are just a fast pace, uh, nonstop, move stuff around all day, you, you know, it, it gets to you towards the end of the week. Uh, I know, I'm, uh, I'm there right now. Uh, every, every minute after two o'clock. So I was told that the job is most of the time, it's done either well before or at two. And I was work at work till three fifteen today and every single second hmm. at past two o'clock. I said, Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And I had to keep reminding myself, Man, you were just begging for a job a week ago. Be thankful. <laughs> but I was just yeah. so tired. But it's good. My day was good. I had a good day. Uh work was work was good and it's fun. Um my parole officer came over. She didn't really tell me anything. Just, hey, are you doing okay? You know, everything's still good. Any questions? Nope. Okay. And that was it. So, no, that's good, though. It means that she's not really concerned with me, which is good. Yeah. Real so. good sign. I, uh, I still uh, – so I haven't told our listeners necessarily. I know I've told you my frustration. So – uh, real brief, uh, I, I've got a new PO. Uh, the old one despised me uh, and even made that very vocal to my mentors that she didn't like me. Uh, she didn't like – she thought I was arrogant, blah, blah, blah. So we were praying for a new PO. The situation happened. She transferred. I have a new one. I've had a new one for two weeks now. Uh, I still don't know his name. I don't know his number. I don't I don't even know if he's real. And the only comments I ever get from anyone that I do get a hold of uh, is, oh, they'll get a hold of you. Just keep keep calling in on your monthly call-in to, to the automated system, and he'll get a hold of you when he needs you. Uh, if you need something, just, just call the supervisor. Uh, nope, that, nope, no answers to messages, texts, nothing. Uh, so, so just a really frustrating situation. Uh, because I would like to do some things. I'd like to go see my daughter. And, uh, but I'm trying to be patient. I'm trying to trust in the Lord. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so I think we're about ready to start, but real quick, one final thing. The uh, best way to not seem arrogant is when you say, when you say, she thought I was arrogant. Don't say blah, blah, blah right afterwards. <laughs> Makes you sound a little arrogant. Okay. Other than yeah. that, are we ready to get started? We're ready to get started. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and pray us in, Aaron. All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you that that we can just have fun, that we can enjoy life um, despite situations, despite tiredness, despite soreness from work. And we just thank you that we have the opportunity to go to work every day and that we're we're healthy and capable of work. Uh, we thank you for the opportunities that you've blessed us with. Uh, we just ask right now that you'll 
uh, open our hearts and minds that you'll use us as, as your instruments, uh, that you bless our listeners and open their hearts and minds to receive what you would have for them. Uh, give us wisdom and insight into your word. Uh, just continue to use us, Lord. Continue to grow us. Uh, just continue to be that steady rock in our life and continue to keep that in our our minds and our hearts that you are our strength and that our trust is in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Trust. That's good that you ended the prayer with trust. Trust the conversation we've been talking about all week, guys. We've discussed um, how you can trust in God and the reasons why you should trust in God. We've discussed previous experiences. We've discussed other people's experiences that should build your trust in God. We we also discussed things that we often put our trust in that we shouldn't. Um, Tonight, we're going to read Isaiah 26.3 and just, you know, expound on trust just a little bit more. We're reading out the New International Version. It says, You will keep in perfect place those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. Amen. Amen. I'm so sorry. That's powerful. uh, So I love this verse. Um, Right? And I think that I I see this verse become more and more true in my life the more I lean into God, right? So you will keep in perfect peace those who whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you, right? So I think that it shows what you have to do to get that peace is have a steadfast mind. And what you have to do to have a steadfast mind is you have to trust in God. So I think we talk a lot about problems that Aaron and I have overcome in our individual lives. Right, but those problems that we overcome, we overcome them because we're steadfast in our belief in God, and we're steadfast in our belief and our trust in God. So I think that a that the peace that Jesus promises, the peace that He gives you, it starts with trusting God. Because when you trust that God has a plan, when you trust that God knows what He's doing, when you trust that God knows that you don't know what you're doing. Right, your mind can stay set on what you needed to stay set on, and when your mind is set on that that trust in God and that God is going to come through, peace comes overcomes you, and it happens to me a lot. I've realized the more I get into God, I will start to worry. I always start to worry. I'm a worrier. I start to worry about, you know, should I get an apartment? I start to worry about, am I doing well enough at work? I start to worry about, uh, am I doing enough for God outside of work or in work? And I start to worry about these things. But because I have a steadfast mind, because I trust God, I can let that go. So that trust in God really brings peace. Eric, what do you think? i got to be honest. I was listening to everything. I had you muted because I was, I was eating apricots. But I do love this verse because when we look at what it takes to be at peace, it, it takes that that firm that trust in God that He is in control. And it's like we've been talking 
it's so easy to lose sight of that. And we've covered a lot of basis of, of what, how we lose sight of it. We've looked at how we keep, keep it in mind. But when we think that how he directs our path, how he makes that peace when we trust in him, uh, again, man, it's just something that it baffles me. I wish that I was better at this. I wish I had like the answers to this, but I don't. Uh, even today, uh, after, talking about this every day like we have, I still at work am like, am I doing enough? Am I doing what needs to be done? And I don't, it still is something that eludes me. Let me ask you this. Does knowing the information allow it easier to get your mind back on track? I, I, that's the thing. Um, it actually seems like the more that I try to stay on track, the worse I get. It, it's a strange thing. And I think it boils down to the, uh, the, the works aspect. Uh, when, when we just, we have to learn to let these things go. We have to find a way to get them out of our mind because as long as that worry is there, as long as that doubt is there, they just keep coming. And I don't know if you have or any of our listeners have just had those days where it's just on, like you don't even think about it. Like the day goes great. Like you got a good worship song in your head, you got some scriptures, and you just don't even really think about it. And then you just have the days that are just full of attack and panic and anxiety and all this nonsense. And you try, you try so hard. You're like, oh, I'm going to memorize this scripture. And you write it on a post-it. You put it in your car. You put it in your locker at work. And you, every time you get like two or three words in, and your brain just goes somewhere else, or or you're like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, oh man, I wonder what's wrong with my car. Oh no, I got to focus. Oh, all right, so Lord, I'm really struggling. Did I turn the coffee pot off this morning? You know, all this random stuff. It, it, it's a weird situation for, for me, and I've thought about it for years. Why the harder I try, the crazier things get. And then when I just rest in the Lord, the day goes so much smoother. But it's a weird, yeah. like, I, I can't, I, man, I can't even explain how how it happens it's, yeah it's, it's weird bro. So i think that i think that the, you said it though when you lean into the lord and that's that's what it takes is and i think that that's a perfect example of what this verse is telling you is that when your mind is steadfast and just relying on god not relying on works not relying on anybody else not relying on anything else just relying on god that's when that peace comes. Isaiah says that. That's exactly what he says. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast. In perfect peace. Because they trust in you. Right? So if my mind is steadfast because I trust in God, I will be kept in perfect peace. That's, that's what God's word tells us. And I think that that's what you need to focus on. Is how to keep your mind in perfect steadfast. And you know, that's a whole other conversation that's not on this topic. I'm, we're not going to really hit that much more. But I think that, that that is what this verse is telling you to do. 
keep your mind steadfast and trust in God. And so how and we talk about this all week about tips and tricks on how to do this, right? Look at your past experiences and what God has gotten you through. And look at other people's experiences and what God has gotten them through. Look at yesterday we talked about looking at the outside, at the universe, and looking how amazingly perfect everything had to be for us to even have life on this planet. And yet it is. So why wouldn't you trust in God? Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. Right? He's eternal. Before time, after time, during time, God is there. If God is so great that he can survive time, why would you not trust him in your life? And we could talk about all the hints and tips. You just have to do it. You have to, you have to, and it's a fight. And I, I won't ever deny that. I'm not one of those people who tell you, you know, oh, just accept Jesus. Everything is easy after that. I know it's not. It's a fight, but you have to be willing to fight for God's trust too. To fight, to trust God. So when the devil is on your, in your, when you're sitting there trying to pray and the devil is sitting there telling you, hey man, how much money's in your account? Your phone bill's coming out tomorrow, isn't it? How much money's in your account? You have to be able to say, I trust God. I don't care how much money's in my account. It could be a billion dollars or one dollar. I trust God. Fight to trust God. Fight. Because it's worth it. Because that peace will come. It will. And for some people, it might take 20 years. For some people, it might take two weeks. I don't know. I know that I'm still working on mine, but I know that the peace gets better and better the more I lean into God. The more I trust God to take care of me and my life and my loved ones, the more peace I have in my heart. Well, I think one of the things for me is, uh, so, so you know, it, it's usually worship music for me. Like, that's the thing that gets me back in that track. And I actually found, so when we talk about keeping our minds steadfast, uh, I found that when I listen to a lot of secular music, and, and, and look, listeners, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I, I listen to a bunch of stuff. I love music. I listen to everything. But when I find myself listening to a lot more secular music versus worship music especially, I, I notice that my thoughts – so I, I was in my car today, and I was uh, – I was just listening to some music on the way to work. It was some country music. <laughs> All I was talking about was, was beer. Like, that's it. Like, it, it, the lyrics of the song, and I don't remember exactly, but he pretty much said that, that a beer fixes everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I listening? To, like, this is not cool. Like, cool song. I, like, it was catchy, but, but things like that get my mind off track. Because then I'm, you know, I, I like to drink. It was a big issue for me, and those things plant seeds. Um, and for me, it's always, always worship music that gets me back. Like, like you know, when I get in super funks, so I'll, I'll sit in and I'll just YouTube a ton of worship music, or Spotify, song after song, and then I'm cool. I, I, I have great breakthroughs because I, I begin to put my mind back in that that space where it's on God and not on all this other nonsense. Um, 
So that's my tidbit of it might be something, it might be scripture for someone else. It might just be positive stories. It might be meditation, whatever. For me, it's music is what helps me get in that steadfast mindset on the Lord. And so in order to trust God, you have to, you have to make choices for input. We talk about this a lot, right? We talk about this. Um, also, we talk about this when we talk about self-discipline. But it's important to make choices in what you input into your mind. For that steadfast mind, we have to feed it. Aaron's mm-hmm. saying feed it with worship music. That's how Aaron loves to feed it. That's not the only thing he does. He also reads. He also does other things. But that's how he feeds the steadfast mind. That's how he remembers to trust God, right? And I think that's so important. You know, for me, I like to read, uh, so I like to Google Bible verses about exactly how I'm feeling about. You know, I will type in Bible verse about feeling down because I haven't seen my girlfriend, right? It doesn't matter how stupid it may seem. To me, it's real. And I'll, I'll Google it. Why? Because it's, God's word spoken directly to me, and unlike other people, like, look, I'm not smart enough to have survived as a Christian in the 1500s, I'm trying to memorize this whole Bible. Hey, I'm feeling a little blue. Can you give me advice? Oh crap! It's in um, um, Psalms. No Proverbs. No, uh, no, no. It's definitely in Isaiah. You know, I don't. I'm not that smart, but I also that's how I I feed my trust in God is I will look into his word for the answers to my most, the dumbest feelings I have. Because the guys, they're not dumb, and I know that. But we all have feelings, and when we feel them sometimes, we're just like, that's stupid. I'm not telling anybody about that. But I'll Google it. I mean, sure, I might go to an incognito browser to Google it just so nobody knows how dumb the feelings I have are. But I will Google it. And God will give me his word. In that, and that builds that trust. So I think that's really cool, man. I think that's, that's really good practical input, not just for this verse, but for trusting God in general is, is actively seek out what you're inputting into your mind, right? We have choices every day. I know that my day always goes 10 times better. Uh, Aaron knows that I have a morning worship playlist. In prison, I played it every single day. My day goes better when I listen to it. I've been playing it every day before I go to work. It's got some songs on there. It's got um, As You Find Me by Hillsong. It's got uh, Not Today by Hillsong. And it's got mm-hmm. Symphony uh, by... Switch. Who's Symphony by? Yeah. By Switch. Itch. Right. But I choose, I choose the input. And when I choose those inputs that actively tell me that my God is great and that my God is the God of the universe... And then my God knows everything is going. It allows me to put my trust into him, right? Because I'm choosing what I input. When I go to watch a movie or a TV show, I'm choosing what to input. And it'll, it'll do good or it'll do bad, but you get that choice. So make that choice. Every time you choose to input something that's heaven-bound, right, it'll help build that trust in God. And I believe that every time we choose not to, it will help chip away at that trust in God and make it harder. That's really good, uh, good practical advice, Aaron. Amen. Well, I think, um, I definitely think that covers a lot. Um, but that's probably as good as we can get it. So, guys, tomorrow, it's really important to listen in tomorrow, because tomorrow we're going to talk about trusting other people. 
Is it something that godly people do or do not do? Is it something that godly people should do or shouldn't do? So it'll be a fun discussion. We've got a little bit of a Bible verse uh, and then some discussion about trusting other people because we talk a lot about trusting God. So now it's time to talk about trusting other people. Uh, if you guys liked this episode or didn't like this episode, as always, hey, guys, we're not a little afraid. We're not afraid of a little uh, constructive or even not so constructive criticism. Uh, so please uh, uh, feel free to post on our on our page. Um, hey, Aaron, I want to give you a shout out. So um, we got a comment on our Facebook page, and uh, Amy really loves the just do it mentality. What did you say yesterday night? It wasn't just do it. It was well, just, show, just up. show up. Just show up, right? Just show up, and God can use you. God can't use you if you're not in the game. So you got a shout out. She really liked that. Um, so I want to let you know. I want to thank, yeah, thank you, Amy, for letting us know what you like. Uh, don't be afraid to tell us what you don't like. Um, so we we really appreciate you guys. Reach out to us on social media, uh, facebook.com slash Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast, or just search us, Average Joe, Joe's Bible Study Podcast. Our Instagram is Joe's Bible Study, at Joe's Bible Study, and our Twitter handle is at A-V-G-J-O-E-B-I-B-L study or Abjo Bibble study if I like to say it. Guys, please reach out. Let us know what you think. Let us know. Uh, I'm really excited about tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to go ahead and talk about trusting others. And then Saturday we'll just have a fun little conversation about trust, about all avenues of trust. It might be relationships. It might be trusting in God. We don't know where the conversation is going to take us, but we can't wait to be there. And we hope you guys tune in. We love you guys. I'm going to pray out and we'll get out of here. Is that okay, Aaron? Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to do this podcast. We hope that as we spoke today that it was your your message spoken and that your message that will be received. We just ask that you continue to guide this podcast to wherever you want it to be, whether that's three listeners for the rest of the time or growth. We're okay with it, God. Just keep your hand in it. Uh, God, we thank you for friendship that allows us to do things like this. We thank you for mentorship in our faith that allows us to build our faith even further. I thank you for Aaron for being a mentor to me, God. Uh, we thank you for our health. We thank you for our family's health. I'd ask that you help my sister heal fast. Um, I just thank you for everything you do. God, you make me tear up at least three times a day just thinking how amazing you are. So I just want to continuously thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.